Tuesdays for Hope with New Directions right now on the Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers. Talk 94.5. All right, it is 941 on the Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers. Uh, welcome, Miss Kathy Jenkins, the CEO of New Directions. You are, hey, she does such a great job. She should, she should win in, uh, what do you win? An Emmy? What, in a radio? radio? A Marconi? A Mar- yeah, you it should get be a, a, Marconi. a Tesla award. But a that's Tesla, not- Tesla yeah, award? Tesla. Does it come with a Tesla? <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, you know, I told you, Nick. You when, left me alone last week. I left you alone? Was it last week or the week before? It was like, I wasn't You here. weren't here. Yeah, you weren't here. I, um, who was here for me? I don't Is that Elizabeth? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Danielle. Yeah. Danielle came in. Yeah, we did okay. Yeah, well, good. <laughs> so, um, so I told Nick... The, the day that we came in with Bank of America and Nick comes rushing us in really fast because the computers had gone down. We um we finished the show by 940 and Nick says, Kathy, you always have something to say. <laughs> Just keep so, talking. I so, do. Um, until he did this and I stopped and he says, <laughs> no, that means no, go. that means go, go, go. I right. said, well, Liz hasn't taught me that. She's te- <laughs> teaching me to take my spot because this is my next career. It and is? He, Nick goes, what? I go, yeah, I'm going to be a talk show host. This is so much fun. You I love have, doing this every Tuesday. You can have my Frankenstein. job. Frankenstein. <laughs> oh, oh, I can I can talk, Nick, but I don't know if I can run all that fancy equipment over there. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know if I can either, but that's another story. Well, so the point, the point of me um, presenting you with our, you know, Marconi Tesla Award is because you always bring on such great guests that, um, and you you set up the segment, which is really great, where you bring in all sorts of different entities that a lot of people don't know about. They kind of fly under the radar. They're working hard every single day. Um, and uh, today is yeah. another such guest that brings hope. So, you know, Tuesdays for Hope was your idea, Liz. Yes. And, um, and we have worked really closely together to um, make sure that this community knows all the good work that is going on out there. And, um, and we in the nonprofit arena, we, we all work very hard. We wear lots of hats. We work lots of hours. Um, but, but there's great satisfaction in what we do and who we're able to help and how, how we grow and learn more and more every day. And um, so today, I, even though they are not real partners of ours. Um, it, it is a, an organization that is near and dear to my heart um, because of a family situation, and it's the Barnabas Horse Foundation. That's right. And joining us um, live in the studio is Jen Faro, uh, the Community Outreach Coordinator and the founder of Barnabas Horse Foundation, Sue McKinney. Welcome to the show, ladies. Good morning. So, Jennifer, tell us um, about what the program is about, if, if no one's ever heard of it. Um, what is your story. We provide equine-assisted services. Um, It's mainly ground-based work, and we work primarily with victims of crime, veterans, and first responders. Um, There's a we work on specifically with trauma and how um, we help these folks learn how to build healthy, connected relationships Um, by partnering with a therapy horse and doing ground-based work, they learn how to make a, a connection of friendship with their their horse of their choosing. Yeah, there's something very disarming to be in the presence of a horse. And a lot of people don't um, 
don't have the opportunity to be in the presence of a horse and just be enveloped with their there's a lot of trust between a rider and a horse that has to go on. There's a lot of give and take. You're with a very large animal, yet they are really just yeah. so special and their heart, their person, they all have different personalities. So how was it that you figured out how to use that human connection with a horse, uh, Sue, to help people that have been so traumatized, like where did that idea come from for you? From personal experience. So growing up with horses, I knew how they helped me being a trauma survivor. Mm. And if it weren't for my horse, when I was a teenager, I wouldn't be standing here today. You know, years later, fast forward, I'm married, I have children. We had an event happen within our own family. And I saw how my two personal horses helped that person. And Oh, wow. said, I need to do something. And always knew I was supposed to do something with horses and children, but wasn't sure what it looked like. So we started in 2011 working with children. By 2012, we had expanded and we, oh my goodness, in 2016, we were approached by the state and they asked us to write a grant to work specifically with victims of crime and we just accepted our eighth grant award. So we're paid through the attorney general's office to work with victims That's of crime, amazing. veterans, first responders. And we don't charge for our services. You know, the therapists that we partner with will bill for their time. But Barnabas, the equine professionals, the certified life coaches, the horses, the facility, we fundraise to support all that. All salaries are paid through grants, so all fundraise dollars go directly back to the program. So I know of, uh, I actually know of a school teacher um, that was in my daughter's class, and she wrote, uh, Miss Heather, I don't know if you know her, um, but uh, I I don't know which entity she was working with, but um, she was an avid um, horse, you know, rider, lover, um, and all that enthusiast. And um, she saw that connection immediately, especially with children that were facing challenges in their life. It could be physical, mental, emotional. And um, she had this big effort going on in the schools to do that. Now, there may be people that have this affinity for horses and maybe, you know, have horses in their lives, but also in, are involved in work like teaching or social work. If someone wanted to, to pursue that equine therapy um, line of work, is there opportunity for them, um, volunteer work or otherwise, to see if this is something for them? Is there special schooling? I know there there is in some areas. I know there's a big school in Virginia or something. But I, I was just curious if someone wanted to meld those two to help the community. Absolutely. If anyone's interested in this type of work, reach out to us and we're more than happy to share with you our connections where we've learned from um you know, the modality that we model our program after is natural lifemanship out of Texas. And they have been leaders in this field for since the 1990s. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, yeah, they're pretty phenomenal. And there's a whole neurobiology behind what we do and why horses are so effective in the trauma field um, in helping our clients to overcome and to be strong and find their voice again. Jen, can you tell us what that connection is? Why? What? 
especially someone who's never been around a horse before. So horse, did, what do you horses see? are prey animals. Um, so they live mm. um, in their trauma survival brain of fight, flight, or freeze. And uh, trauma survivors are most of the time living in that same survival mode. Hmm. Um, so horses, because of that, horses are very attuned to the slightest change in our energy and in the environment and within ourselves. So if you have a, a person who is on the outside projecting <laughs> that everything is great and wonderful in their lives, when it's not and they're really sad or upset on the inside, the horse knows what happens on the inside. Hmm. So horses are able to give us instant feedback into what's really happening. Um, working with a horse, you're presented with challenges <laughs> a lot faster. And then you can see patterns in your own life and how do you ask for connection with people? How do you ask for connection with horses? It's pretty much the same way. And you can say, well, this pattern of asking isn't getting the results I want. So it gives the opportunity for change. Hmm. With that change, we're actually, when working with a horse, we start building new neuropathways in the brain. That is um, really amazing. Now, how long does it take for you to see progress? I mean, I know it depends on the trauma, the person, the horse and all that. But what has been your experience? Like, give us a, give us an story that we can relate to? So I had a client who started with us um, back in February and um, she was severe trauma, very terrified of horses to the point where she shook like a leaf. So she was had a trauma in her life that didn't involve horses? Correct. Correct. It was, And she um, was also very afraid yes, of horses. It was sexual so, assault. Wow. So, okay. Um, and she was she was isolating herself at home, mm. uh, along with a lot of other things. And how her, old? She is around forty. Okay. And her therapist counselor recommended that she come out to us. Mm -hmm. And um, first day shook like a leaf, and wow. she asked me to videotape her just so she could see her progress. Within a month, month and a half, she was no longer shaking out there, and. Mm. Um, this month is her last month with us. Okay. She is, she's decided she's going to um, start on her own two feet and see how things go. But the progress you see, she, you find your voice, you start to, um, making connections on the outside of your life. You start mm -hmm. making friends, you find a church, you find your community. And that is what she has been doing it's over the last couple of months. It's a social network that really keeps us afloat, you know? <laughs> it's the connection. Yeah. And if you, um, if that is damaged in a way, I can imagine that if you've been through some kind of physical assault, sexual assault, especially, um, especially from someone you trust, that makes you stop from ever reaching out and, and building those connections and you become an island. And I can, I can see that and um, that happening, like when you're explaining that. So I could see how the horse would start to break down those layers and, and make you, I mean, there's nothing like, I, I know people who don't love horses don't under, or don't know horses how it, but these horses can hug you. Yes, they can. And they just like <laughs> they they know. They I they're very it. empathetic. Mm -hmm. And they yeah. can sense sense when you need for them to be close and just mm -hmm. hold space for you. Yeah, and especially riders who especially uh the if they're in competition or anything like that. I mean, the rider and the horse are 
they become one. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it never works. Um, and they feed off each other's energy. They know where each other is going. And so me, I've ridden, you know, most of my younger years and jumped and did all those things. If you don't have that mind and body connection with the horse, you're not going anywhere fast. And so I can imagine how that connection is something that um, someone who has uh, gone through trauma can't have that connection because they don't have that trust with people anymore. They've been injured by that. And so this is a bridge. To learn how to trust a thousand pound animal. Yes. Not to step on you, not to yeah. bite you, not to hurt you mm-hmm. is is very impactful yeah. in their lives. Yeah. that's uh, So it, it really, for people who, who uh, may be there and saying, you know what, I, I think so-and-so could, you know, this person in my life could benefit from somebody, uh, an experience like this, or even someone like you were saying, um, you know, if sometimes when you have that trauma, you could be pushed into other areas of, of thoughts like suicide or something like that, saving you from the brink of further drug abuse or something like that. How how do they begin this process? How do they know if this is right for them? Is there a trial process? I mean, how does it work? Well, they can call and um, we kind of ask them qualifying questions to make sure they qualify for our services specifically because our grant requires us to work with victims of crime or survivors of crime, I should say. Um, And then we we set up an intake. Well, we find out they want to do the life coaching aspect where they have their own counselor um, outside of coming to the farm. Um, Or they can come to the farm with their counselor and actually have their therapy sessions out in the pasture with our horses. Do they have to literally get on the horse? No. Most of our work is on the ground. Um, It's it's learning how to make that connection and and make a request of a horse. If you can ask a horse to, hey can you come walk with me without mm. using a halter or a lead rope and you can walk with your horse like that? It's wow. very, it's, it's the same <laughs> as asking a person, Hey, will you come walk yeah. with me? Um, and it's very impactful. That's it can and be these horses are, are trained for this handpicked for this. It's just a natural, it's a innate natural ability. Thing. Yeah. That is real. I love horses, but now I love them even more. <laughs> that is really, really cool. Sue, anything that you'd like to add? Um, for anyone that wants to come out and see demonstrations, we have hot chocolate and horses on Saturday, December 2nd from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Santa will be there. So come get your pictures and come see what we do and meet some therapy. Where are you located? Down in Merle's Inlet off Wachesaw Road. All right. And uh, is there a sign on the road or? Um, there's a small sign right now. We are working on our permanent sign. Okay. And, and you should call and make an appointment. Yes, absolutely. Because we don't have visitors during therapy sessions. So just reach out to us. Facebook is the most okay. up to date on information on happenings on the farm. And yeah, reach out to us through our website or however mm-hmm. and Well, Well, uh, you know, Sue, I've met you before years and years ago. I mean, I'm sure it's grown so much since then. And (laughs) you're just doing amazing work for the community. And I want to thank you both. Um, Sue McKinney and Jen Farrow of Barnabas Horse Foundation. Find them online. Uh, Kathy, thank you so much again for bringing a fabulous um, community organization. Thank you, Liz. It's always great to be here. And you can go to helpnewdirections.org to get more information uh, about what Kathy does with New Directions. And Nick, 
Have yeah. a great rest of the week. Um, I'll be back here on Monday. Sorry. Well, what's um, but this I love deal? you guys. It was I know. The Liz Calloway uh, touch I know. and go. Just, 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 yeah. Bump and go. That's all right. I'll be back next week. And yeah. I won't Will be you? going on Will any you? vacations after that. Will you? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Promise. Have a great day, everyone. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers.